Very good. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're at, that would apply. This morning's uh, topic of this morning's Dharma talk is communication in the three jewels, the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sanghas. The structure of the teaching person and what is being taught and the community of people who gather together and endeavor to study that teaching by the person who is teaching and also by teachers in the lineage down through history. This was happening in the 6th century, happening in the 3rd century, happening three weeks ago, happening now. Communication is very, very important. You've heard my structure that I use, I give to people. If you're having difficulty with anyone, just listen 90% of the time and talk 10. It, it does wonders. That's with a capital W for a lot of relationship situations because usually the person in any kind of situation, spiritual path or domestic, just wants to be heard, wants to, wants to be Hear what they're saying. Pretty simple. Just want to hear what you're saying. Communication. The difficulty that happens in the Sangha is the communication between people uh, in the Sangha, Sangha members, whether they're just started studying in this situation three weeks ago or Sangha. Sangha just means community, I guess. And the people have been studying for years and years and the Sangha that you meet in the teachings. You hear what uh, the questioner, whoever that may be, is asking of the teacher, possibly the Buddha, possibly Dogen Zenji. Anyway, very important. As I've said probably hundreds of times, and I'll say again, and if you don't understand this, I'm always open for questions. This is a very important thing I'm about to say. You're not going to hear it too many places because most people are into what? Controlling, concluding, finding out, and protecting. You have to study, but you don't have to understand it. Isn't that a great Think about that. You, if you actually think about that, reflect on it just a little bit, you'll see that you just have to study it. Just return because your idea of understanding precedes your insight into whatever you're understanding, and it can act as a barrier. And it is motivated by fear, and quite often that fear is unfounded. I'm not saying there aren't a whole bunch of founded fears. I told Nuno as I was driving, and I'm, I'm really irritated by a lot of things. And I said to her, I might want to keep my temper to a minimum here, or the communication is going to fall through. So I will endeavor to do that. If I seem to be abrupt, angry, I might be, because I, my motivation should be obvious. You look, if you look close over the last 50 years, my motivation is to help people, not to control them, offend them, abuse them, get in their way. But I'm being accused of that, not only by one person, but a lot of people come in and they see that and it's too scary and they leave and they are correct. They're correct. They, they should leave because they're not ready for this. I'm not an elementary school teacher. I'm not a university professor. You say, well, that's obvious. So a problem in the Sangha is gossip. I've been in several Sanghas over the last half a century. It's quite a pain. As Coben said one time, Coben Chinaroshi, 
my Zen master said when someone asked, how would you basically define Sangha? And he said, a garbage pit. And that wasn't, that was a description. It wasn't condemning, but the way we might take this, he doesn't like the Sangha, it's irritating to him. It's a pain in the butt he has to put up with because he's a Buddhist monk, so he just has to do it. No, he's just saying, it's a lot of terrible, smelly confusion that we're all trying to work with in order to help ourselves, fundamentally help others. If you go by the mundane path, I'm not saying there aren't some areas there that we really have to look at, but if you use that as your determination, you just stepped off the spiritual path. Go ahead. I won't chase you. I have enough people, 5, 8, 10, 15, maybe 20, that want this kind of help. I did not get here in the last 10 years. I didn't even get here in this century. Don't believe any of that stuff. If you are a student of mine, even, in, even if you haven't asked me, if I've not said yes, I will, here's, the, here's what you have to do if you're a student of mine. You have to let me know when you're leaving. Come and say, uh, so Gazan, I found a better teacher, another teacher, or I don't want to study this with you anymore. Tell me to my face. Please do not send me a text or an email, especially a group email, including other people. Have some guts. I'm not, a, I'm not Dalai Lama. I'm not a famous person that is protected by this incredible radiance or lineage. I'm just an old man living in Michigan from one point of view. But I might know something you may be interested in. So I said, I don't need your devotion or your love. I don't need anything. As I've said before, and I don't mean this threateningly, I don't need to live. It's true. You see what this is? You're beyond life and death. It's not a credential. It's just the truth. Interested? I can help you. Not interested? Please go somewhere else. Okay, enough scolding. <laughs> so we need to be sincere with each other. We need to be. We need to. We need to fundamentally communicate and help each other. Talk. Talk to me. If you might not have time. You might have to get a an interview three weeks from today. But as I say to people, if people get really close to me and look nervous. I say, I'm not going to let you down. You might think I let you down, but I can't let you down. There isn't anybody but you. I'm not saying there isn't a strong manifestation of a personality and even an ego here, but it is unreal and I see it and it's liberated. I'm so free that I can do what Mr. Trump threatened to do. I'm not going to do that, but I'm saying uh, that's, the, that's the difference. Or that's the same thing as someone who is completely down in hell trying to control you and some, someone who is in the Dharmakaya and is trying to help you. Am I claiming some kind of positionality. No. If I have anything to say in this Nirmanakaya, in this human realm, you're going to you're going to allow me to say it, or you won't. If there's no Sangha, if there's a teacher in a teaching, but there's no Sangha, then the whole thing collapses. Have to protect the Sangha. This does not mean protecting people in the Sangha who are afraid of the teacher. That's part of the teaching. Some people are so protected, they don't even know they're terrified of the teacher because they're constantly projecting onto the situation. They believe their thoughts. <clears throat> you don't have to do that. You don't have to shut them down. You don't have to explain them. You don't have to even understand what this is. What do you have to do? If you're a student of mine, if you're a student of the Buddha's Dharma, you have to practice. Get to the wall, sharpen that, sharpen that prajna. Sharpen that blade of seeing, seeing deeply into anything before you are stopped by your opinions, your ideas, your judgments, your hope, and your fear.
because that's what's going to happen right up until the time of you passing out of this realm into the next realm, if there is one. This is a good opportunity for you. It's not a sales pitch. The Buddha, the teaching person, right here in 2021. The Dharma, the truth, everything is dependent. There is nothing coming from its own side. Everything is a state in a state of stress. You can take that stress and start blaming people around you for it. And if you do, uh, you might have a robe on. You might prostrate to the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha every day. But you're not where you think you are. This has to be done with awareness, not with conclusions and exclusions and judgments and evaluations. That's, the, that's, the, that's why I say you, you have to practice, but you don't have to learn. You have to study, you, have to, you don't have to learn. You, don't have to, you do not have to attain enlightenment, <clears throat> but you have to have that intent because that's how you work with samsara. If you don't buy into the relative truth, you also don't ignore it. And you don't take the relative truth and come to a conclusion about it to try to get, get control of your own mind stream. Take some questions if you have. Chizan. Chizan Bai, how, how do we work with communication when we can't be certain of anything that we think. Um, Just receive. Receive your thoughts. Receive what other people are saying. Just receive, receive. And you can't, unless you've practiced receiving, which is what Chikantaza is, sit down, hold still, and receive the, the constant chatter of the mind stream that thinks it is someone that needs, needs protecting, needs advancing, needs a credential of being threatened by someone. It's an ongoing melodrama. Well, is there an outcome if we're truly communicating? There, there can be outcomes. I'm thinking about like with a relative, you know, maybe we're trying to get to a goal or come to a consensus or an <laughs> understanding, but if the communication's not particularly about Manipulating anything is there harmony in the, as far as the Buddha Dharma, as far as the Sangha, harmony in the Sangha. This does not mean there isn't confusion. Sometimes, if there's confusion between two people in the Sangha, I will say, get together, meet, sit down, face each other, look at each other in the eyes for a minute or two minutes or more longer. Just look before, so you, so your original connection, which is not a thought pattern, it's not a belief, it's not anything, so that that begins to come together. You will not know if it's come together or not. That's the nature of wisdom. It doesn't know stuff. Ego mind knows stuff. It comes to conclusions. The world is doing this constantly. You notice this right and wrong, up and down. They should, they shouldn't. Constantly. Pain in the ass. What? What is, what is harmony? How does that manifest? So there's communication. Lots of it. Lots of I said this, what do you, I'm saying this, this is how this looks to me, how does it look to you? Uh, that doesn't look that way to me. That, what, I think what you're missing there is this part here. It could be about what color to paint the inside of the zendo. And it, it's some kind of, there's, there's a communication and then there's a cooperation since now we're communicating. Well, I'll, I'll try to do more of this. I'll try to be more on time for the Han and Bell, put it, putting it in those kind of terms. I'll try not to miss my, Agreement. 
and then there's collaboration then there's more ability to work together on a project where things get more disconnected in terms of the communication part but there's so much communication and the cooperation the attitude of cooperation and the collaboration all the moving parts start to come together as a, as a community but when you when you come together to talk about some sort of conflict or negativity it might be a little easier to practice being civil about it but is there a way to not emphasize the resolution you pretty much said it stop resolving everything that's ego ego language we, we need you to resolve this no you don't you need to see deeply what it is if you're listening to me i mean if this doesn't make sense to you on some level then why even show up here you heard me talking about this quite a bit lately and it probably may perplex some of you but there are internal problems in this sangha where I'm being accused of things that are not true based on people's projections about the situation. And it is breaking down people that were students of mine that were coming to me directly instead of being encouraged to come this way. They've been, they haven't been. So their drop people are going away because of their fear of what they think might be going on. That doesn't feel particularly good. Not that I need to keep everybody in a, in a herd. I don't need that one, but, but, but when I see someone who is, I've had a really strong emotional connection with, and then that person starts to get triggered by these talks on devotion or something like that, and then they, instead of coming to me, instead of being encouraged to come to me, someone gets in the middle of that and, and, and does not allow that to flow or support that or communicate, cooperate, or collaborate so we can all help each other. I'm really upset about this because this, this tiny little thing here can explode into this whole song of falling apart. I know I watched them fall apart. I've been in them. I've been in them before they fell apart. I've been in them after they fell apart, falling apart. Communication is so important. It's important to, to listen to what people are saying and not take that to the bank and cash it in based on your preconceptions or on your desire to, uh, to avoid your own fear by pushing your own fear of reality, that nothing is separate down and taking a relative situation out there and make it into a real thing, go out there and uh, support somebody in a way that buys into their misunderstanding of what is happening. More? Jeez, I'm bowing. How can we support anything if we are functioning out of our fear? One. You have to realize that it's that you are functioning out of fear. Hopefully, this will happen through sitting, looking at the wall, gazing at the wall. Uh, that your insight into the nature of consciousness, into the, the nature of the apparent otherness of other people, will begin to come clear, and you will begin to see you're not separate from anyone. You're not separate from the teacher. You're not another person back here evaluating the teacher. This is difficult. It is extremely difficult. I came so close to just ending this lifetime because it's such a difficult, <laughs> difficult lifetime. Karma. It's not a story. It's not something somebody believes in India. Question? When we finally see something that we hadn't seen before because we're sitting, and you say not to do anything about it. I do. But we recognize that we're feeling the grief and the pain of what we're seeing. Just, just continue to receive it. 
This path is called the Bodhisattva path. And it's about putting others before yourself. But regarding that, just receiving it, does that pain and grief that we feel does that pass or is that sticking to it, it may or it may not. But you can't you can't make it a relative situation like I'm doing this so I'll feel better. You might as well go and practice with a John Cabot Zen. And I don't mind. Maybe that's the kind of practice you need. Something where you can calm down, be cool, finally gotten over your whatever it is. But if you want to transcend this world, if you wanna if you wanna know how to go up this mountain, you need to talk to somebody who is that mountain. Jeez, I'm buying. Is the communication any different within each of the jewels? Bowing. Complicated <clears throat> question. Yes, it is different. How? What is communication with the Dharma? Respond to questions about the Dharma. Don't particularly teach the Dharma to someone who is not asking you a question or is not ready to hear it. Don't preach the Dharma from the point of view of converting anyone. Speak the truth out of the Dharma as you understand it. If you understand everything is dependent and arisen, nothing comes from its own side as an independent being or thing. If you see that, then you can talk about that. But if you don't see it, then it should be talked about as a concept in Buddhism, not something you see. If you don't see it, if you, don't, if you, if you see it, you won't have any doubts about it. It's not conjecture. It's not thought patterns. You actually, the fifth skanda, the fourth skanda of thinking, uh, it might be there, but it doesn't have a lot of say-so about it because you're seeing it. Or seeing, smelling, tasting, touching, or even thinking it. Go ahead. Is communication with the, the teacher different from communication with the sangha? Well, similar. It's just that if you come in front of the teacher, I, I don't need to know the size of your underwear, but you got to be honest with me you got to be genuine you have to it's not a confessional we're not talking i'm not going to forgive anybody there aren't any sins there's just intense confusion and suffering in the world life is suffering as the buddha said it's incredibly difficult people who there are people who are suffering and we all know want someone who's really really suffering but it's covered up with what their hobby it's covered up with fighting with their spouse or it's covered up with anything but being responsible it's covered up by saving the planet not that we shouldn't save the planet. I'm saying that. I'm just saying you can cover up your suffering by getting, uh, 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 being all about world peace. It's not that you shouldn't be about world peace. That's not it. I'm just saying anything can be used as a cover up for what you need to see deep in your mind stream that says, I'm somebody and I'm going somebody somewhere, or I'm somebody and I've been armed. I'm somebody and somebody. You can do this for the next however old you are for the next 20 years and be just fine. But death comes without warning. Nothing, no one that is here, this consciousness that we think is somebody, is coming to an end. Some sooner than others. And I would say, as has been said way before me, uh, find out who you are. Train your mind. So when when that so-called event of death comes, you know you're completely fearless about that. Go ahead. We be honest with the teacher when we are deceiving ourselves. Good one. Work on it. Bring it to the teacher. The teacher already sees your lies. Otherwise, they can't function as a teacher. The teacher already sees that you're lying to yourself. And they might see that you're lying to yourself from the minute they meet you, even though you're all full of 
happiness and smiles and and uh, praise for the teacher, praise for the sangha, praise, praise, praise. And of course, maybe not of course, but you see it. You don't have to listen to what the person's saying. You can see it. You can smell it. You're here. If you're in the room and you're here 100%, and there's, when I say 100%, there's no one here. There's consciousness here. Consciousness always finds its own form. And that form may be what? Formless. If it's formless, you just met a teacher. If it's some kind of human being you think is an old man sitting on a chair with a purple a gown on, then that's your projection. You, you, we project onto things until we see what it is. And if you're projecting on the teacher, I would say refuge in the Dharma, refuge in the Sangha, refuge in the teacher. If there isn't devotion, it's not going to happen. If there isn't complete, thorough trust in the teacher. If you have doubts about it, I'm not saying run away, but wait and just watch the doubts, watch the doubts. See what is substantiating, reifying, and feeding the doubts. But quite often, it's that area of the mind stream that is uh, collecting evidence to protect himself, herself from the teacher. Or from the teachings, or from realizing their true nature, which is not, which is, uh, not a self. Can't do it without devotion. I'm not saying you have to... Believe everything I say, I even say the opposite, but you might want to bring some energy this way, as I've said before. I don't need your devotion. But you may need your devotion to the teachings. It doesn't have to be me. But if you're on the path, especially if you're wearing robes, if this teacher doesn't work, find a teacher. But if we're deceiving ourselves, that self deception. As far as I'm concerned, to use you as an example, since you're flapping your jaw, I think you're doing it. It's, it takes time. It's, that's why it's used relatively. It's like climbing a mountain. Where am I at on the mountain? The more you don't know where you're at on the mountain, the closer you are to the top. Less scenery. It's just using that metaphor. You're doing it. You have any doubts about your your devotion or your your case? Different with others. Yes. Is there a difference between ignorance and self-deception? That is. To, to ignore what, what is being ignored is the complete open vastness. You're ignoring your wisdom mind. Shut. You don't, you don't need that much space. It's like agoraphobia. Too much space with no reference points. Ego wants some kind of opinion, idea, and it will use anything around it, the person, to collect evidence against that, so it doesn't have to ever go there. I mean, why by saying you're on the path and you're uh, doing fine, or you're I'm not saying that you haven't had some difficult times, even recently. And we communicate about it. We talk about it. I don't have thousands of students. I don't even have a hundred students. I don't want a hundred students. But the students I have should be students. Give me the benefit of the doubt. Mark? Mark Bowing. Uh, this is from Kelly. Yes. Um, how, how can those of us who are not aware of the fear or concerns Sangha members are having support you and the Sangha. I think uh, you're already doing it, Kelly. Just attend, show up, 
uh, train your mind, do a lot of sitting meditation. And some of it is, uh, it's just, it's the internal junk that goes on when people believe their thought patterns and start using their, their ideas about things and without really looking closely. So I'm not saying you're doing that. We just met, so I don't really know you very well. I would say just continue to come. And the other thing I would say, if you have any kind of difficulty or fear, talk to me about it. Don't just send me an email. I can't do this anymore. What I'm saying, not that you would do that or that anyone here would do that, but it just happened. And it's just, um, it's not disappointing because I need that student. It's disappointing because I felt that particular student was really doing well. But the fear that I can't present a, a safe kind of, uh, so the whole, uh, what is it? Uh, well, uh, nervous system that starts to react. People believe that. I say, I don't say believe your body, but believe how you feel in the sense that you don't avoid it. You don't push it down and you don't abandon how you feel or what's causing it. Bigness and that's what will happen if somebody starts to have fear coming out of a situation. And it's difficult to work with this because it has to be somebody that you can have some confidence in that you can trust, but you're going to find a gossip or uh, something about everybody. There are people that think I'm a terrible person. There's some, there are people uh, over the last 15, 20 years that think I've maybe abused someone. And I would say, come and let's go to court. I mean, I don't want to go to court, obviously, but I'm saying, come and talk to me about it. Let's talk about this. I'm not going to try to talk you out of it particularly. I would just say, just continue to just attend, come. If you have issues, talk to me about it. Don't send me an email, please. I mean, most teachers, you can't even send an email to. If you want to talk to, uh, I'm trying to think of some famous teaching people. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, try to send an email to Dalai Lama. Try to get a, a conversation with him. Try to get a conversation with... Uh, What's another one? Adyashanti seems to be a very clear person when I've, little I've heard of him in the past. But you have to pay a fee. Not that you don't have to help us too somewhat, but there's no fee. And he's actually not Buddhist. He just thinks he is. A question from Joseph in Kalamazoo. What is the relationship between what we do and what we proclaim that we do? Damn, Joseph. Maybe I should ask you that question. So it's, they're never the same. Uh, one is something you're actually doing, and then the other thing is the statement about it, which are the very nature of duality, is thinking there are different things. And we, we use the mind to do that. We, we go from something we're doing and then we uh, talk about you know what we're actually doing here like i'm only like when we'd say to our child uh, the conventional thing we've probably all heard when you get a spanking you know you guys ever get spanking but i'm only trying to help you so there's what they do beat you cause physical pain to you and then say i'm only trying to help you quite a bit quite a big gap between those two so to fundamentally help someone fundamentally help someone. It's not to meddle with them. I don't care if they're four years old. Mind your own business. This is a human being, not somebody that you have to mold or train or something like all the baloney that's in the West about 
and the East about the parents somehow responsible. Of course they're responsible. That's the ability to respond. And they should be responding out of what they see, not out of what they think they're seeing. Yes. Question from Navid in Iran. Navid, what are you doing way over there? Is analyzing something in mind the same as thinking? For example, analyzing a te technical things or analyzing something about the body rather than thinking about personal matters. I think there's a lot of similarity in that. Uh, as far as any, uh, talk about the way consciousness works in that area, I think might take more actual empirical science to see the way it divides up. But the way it happens in mind is everything is thinking. Everything is producing thought, producing account. You don't have to stop thinking. You just have to see that it's dependently arisen. The thoughts you have are not yours, but they're looking for an owner. And that's how they get believed. Because if you, if you think you're thinking, you think you're, you're producing the thoughts, uh, then you use that to protect yourself from things that are threatening. And that may be what's actually threatening and what you do about it, uh, along the lines of what Joseph was saying. Something is threatening. What it is? Oblivion, that this whole thing that you are can come to an end, impermanence. As the Buddha said 2,500 years ago, impermanence, suffering, and no self, no one's there. Those are the three marks of existence. If you understand those, if you really understand those deeply, you're liberated. Now, what's liberated? There isn't anything liberated. That's why it's so damn hard, because we concoct it just like... Um, Pear grows on a pear tree. Pear doesn't grow on an apple tree. Different people have different dynamics. So that has to be seen. And how do you do that? Sit. The model we have is the Buddha Dharma and Sangha. I'm not saying there isn't someone in the Iroquois nation that doesn't have another way of working with consciousness that may be just as valid, but not as accessible. Just as valid. If the truth is the, is the truth. How that approach can be different depending on the beings that come into come into this particular milieu called the human realm uh, out of whatever kind of structure we call society or tradition or uh, structure of ancestors and so on. Like we have ancestors, we speak their names, and what we think are their names, going back to the time of the Buddha in this sendo every morning. Stop lying. Don't lie to the teacher. And a lie to the teacher can be just not telling him what's going on. Sit in front of the teacher and have an interview and say, no, I don't have anything. When some, you do have something, you have a whole bunch of somethings and you're not saying not. It's not a confessional. It's a communication based on a heart connection. The teacher, if, you're, if you come in front of a true teacher, the true teacher always have a heart connection with you. Why? Because there's only your heart. They don't have a, they have a conventional heart, of course, but there isn't anything but heart to the teacher. The teacher is always right in what they say. How does wait, 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 I didn't say that. If the teacher is always right in what they say? Where'd you get that one from? Where'd you get that from? Every time we talk, our confusion is being pointed out. Sometimes it's just being observed. It isn't always, being, it's only being pointed out when the teacher has been watching your confusion year after year after year, 
and you just keep covering it up. And finally, the teacher may have to come along and slap you upside the head with a sandal, as happened to Naropa back in the, what, 12th century. It's a symbol for how to, sometimes with some people, they're, they're so covered up, they'll use anything to get out of seeing their true nature. It's very difficult to do. You cannot think your way into reality or into realization. Go ahead. The students see something differently as it's showing up the teacher. I'm listening. Talk to the teacher about it. Tell the teacher, this looks like this is happening. This looks like this is happening. What, what, from your, and, and then say, wait, and then say teacher. It has to be teacher or whatever it may be. So Kazan, or whomever your teacher is, put, put that communication, make that communication so you're on receive. You deliberately go into the hojo, sit down. In your case, since you're a monk, you do three prostrations in front of the in front of the teacher, and the teacher receives those, and that means the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha. That means you're there and you are genuine. You don't you don't avoid telling things that are coming up that are bugging you or bothering you about what the teacher is doing in your case particularly. You tell you say, What is this? What is happening here? And then if you're if you're ready for it, you'll get it. More? That's a very good question. And if you bring that to the teacher, if you bring that to the teacher and the teacher replies, you still see it some way. What did the teacher reply? But they say, uh, no, it's not that way. What you're getting at, I think, I feel, is that the teacher is disrespecting people or manipulating people. Is that what you're saying? We have it. Don't hesitate. I'm not. Is that what you're seeing? Yes or no? Yes or no? Trusting yourself. Trusting yourself does not mean believing your thoughts. It means trusting yourself so much that you don't need thoughts. Keep coming. You're at the edge of the cliff. Watch your step. Watch your step. You are not. You are not seeing. What's here? You're seeing what you think is here, and you've been doing it for the ten years that I've known you. Want more? Keep coming. Keep coming. Yes. Say it. When I'm saying something. It feels like I'm being interrupted, but I'm trying to communicate and being replaced with how I'm confused. Oh, I'm so sorry. Are you having a hard time with it being taught? Oh, that's too bad. I've been watching you for 10 years. Is this sarcasm? Yeah, I'll do anything to save you from your mind. That's what I'm here to do, and I intend to do it, as long as you give me permission. You're wearing a robe, you're giving me permission. You can't tell me how you want to be taught, my friend. If you do, go do something else. Go find a therapist, a psychiatrist, or somebody else. Or go be a teacher yourself and teach your understanding of the Dharma. You can't tell me or tell any teacher how to teach you. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want it to be. Yeah, go ahead. You live in a relative situation. Go ahead. 
pardon my disappointment. I just, it, it, to see you get back on that trolley of thinking, thinking, judging, evaluating, thinking, thinking, judging, trying to avoid your own emptiness. Coming. You think you're talking to a, a solid being. Keep coming. Stop now. Bring it to me. You're having an interview with me right in front of everybody. That might, an open interview might be best for you because when you're by, by yourself with me, things don't work out so well because then you think I'm saying things that you said that you say you didn't say. You notice that? I see that that happens, that you bring up something that I said and then it changes. It's different than I remember it. Who's your teacher? Am I still your teacher after all this? Are you sure? Positive? The last interview that I wouldn't say the other night when I was being abused. (laughs) If other people saw it, they might see it as that way. Yes. Okay. So what where would you like so, to go from here? What I said to you that was difficult to say to you. What you was? Know, this is an interview. I have a, a minute to talk about this. I said you will always be my teacher. But you taught you taught us no separation. You taught us to see. You taught us no blame to see that we how we blame each other. You said, notice when you say you think I and you have to find yourself in the midst of that to see that. What's your point? What's your point? It seems that you tell us these teachings and from my perspective, how I see it come out in you in relative situations is the very thing that you're doing. And I said, it's quite a koan. So you said, am I your teacher? I said, you will always be my teacher. Your teachings are my teacher. And this right now is a teaching. But when I see something differently and you yell at me all the time, all the time, I yell at you I all the time. Yell at me a lot. Did I yell at you the first eight years? Not as much as now. Yes, because I want you to find out who you are and stop throwing up these damn screens where you're blaming other people for how you feel by thinking that they're causing what you're feeling. You either want this teaching or you don't. And if you don't, then don't waste my time. But if you want it, I'm all about this. There isn't anybody but you. I give my life up for you right now, and you know it. Or maybe you think that's some kind of propaganda to make me look like a, you know, a saint or something. Yeah. Yes. There were things, uh, for example, you said to Uno, this is a situation I'm bringing up where it's very confusing. So we were sitting in the living room with know, discussing something that looks very difficult on a relative sense. Yes. Can anybody, everybody hear 
No, they can't hear. So everybody's only all they're doing is hearing my uh, uh, rattling around here and, and missing how much sense you're making. Go ahead. Let me have it. Explain what happened. Talking about trusting myself and communicating with the teacher. Yes. So a situational example, we were talking about something that appears very difficult. Go on. You don't feel like you're being defensive right now? At all? At all? I feel like my heart's racing, but I don't feel like I'm like running away. I didn't say you're running away. You're not going to run away if you're behind castle walls. Why would you run away? That's uh, what I pointed to you. If you're talking about the same day where you threatened me, is that the day you're talking about? When you threatened me? Remember that? Do you remember that? When I said, you're defended, you need to come out from behind that defense. Remember that? And then you did. You came out behind the fence, locked and loaded. You were yelling at me, yelling of course at me, I'm... and you said, come after me, come after me, come after me. I don't mean hit me. I mean... You can say all kinds of things. You're going to blame me for this, aren't you? Yeah, no, you, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. blame you. Oh, you're not, huh? You're not blaming me? Okay, well, go ahead then. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. My dad told you that this path has helped me a lot. Um, issues with aggression, anger. Yeah, like, yeah you probably stopped fighting with him, but now you're fighting with me. And you're you're actually gathering evidence of what other people saying. You said uh, a few a few days ago, whenever it was, you, I said, what's your evidence? What, what am I doing? How am I hurting or abusing people? She says, well, people are saying, and I don't know how many times we all said, what, what do you mean, what people, which people? People, well, people are saying, well, I can't say it's confidential. Remember that? Just it Remember started that? with this, the tone of your talks has changed. People of course it has, and it's changed right now. I'm, this is, uh, anybody tone deaf? It's t I'm functioning as a Dharma teacher, and I don't have any choice about how I do this. I have to meet the aggression and the anger where it's at. You think this is me being aggressive and angry with you. This is your anger you're seeing. Well, sometimes... What do you I, think the greed, uh, you know what, in the, in the time span between what I just said and then when you said, well, sometimes, did you notice what happened in that time? You went, you, you abandoned what I said, went right back into your thought patterns about it. And then you came out and said, well, sometimes I, I watched it. You didn't. Go ahead. Well, sometimes, well, the interruption was to, was to point out the way you abandon what was just said, what you're calling your teacher, and go into what you think about that situation. Everyone is doing that, by the way, but some people aren't having as difficult a time with it as Tiger Mountain or this person, because I'm not separate from you. I can't be. You have anger, I have anger. You have happiness, I need to see it. You need to see it. Otherwise, you can't save anybody, let alone yourself. You have to meet people where they're at. And sometimes that's pretty smelly and pretty sticky to be in the hell realm with someone who's in hell. And you can't be an angel in hell because they'll burn your ass. You have to be a devil also. You don't see that? I'm not saying you can't help people relatively. Teach them meditation. But you can't fundamentally help them because you think you're better than they are. And I'm not saying you have an opinion that you're better. 
but you think that your thoughts are correct, and what I'm saying to you is somehow I'm misunderstanding. You're, you're saying that your teacher is misunderstanding you. Isn't that what you're saying? It's kind of an open question. When you say to me, you think I, and it feels different in here, and I wouldn't have characterized it that way, then how at that point do we communicate? Because it feels like I've been interrupted, and you're telling me how I'm thinking or feeling. What's your question? How does the communication continue when there's been obviously misunderstanding or a miscommunication? What's the misunderstanding? What is it? Point it out. What is it? What's the misunderstanding? Situationally? Yeah. Or fundamentally? Let's have a little bit of both if you think you understand both of those. Do you think you understand situationally and fundamentally? I'd love to hear your. Go ahead. Deliver it. Situationally or the overall situation? Situationally what? is the dynamic. You're going to defend yourself forever. No, I'm not. I'm just no, going to see how to communicate. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, communicate. Situationally, tell me what it is. Situationally or fundamentally. I'm, I'm happy to, I like those terms. I use them all the time. You can use them. You're using them on me. So, okay, so a little example of something. Yes. You were sitting in your living room and you were uh, saying something that was kind of hot towards Umio. Mm -hmm. And you said, you said, what is that? What is that? And she gave a reply that had a lot of verbal, um, not aggressive, but she was describing her you, teacher. You remember this? I remember the incident. I don't remember. Cozon's remembering what you said, so go ahead. I don't remember the details, but it was an expressive description. What? What is it about? It didn't seem like anything uh, big to me. You were talking to her. You said, what do you see? Mm -hmm. And I said, a man leaning back, looking up, and laughing. Because I didn't know how to explain that. I could have said, I don't know. But it was just the description. So next time you brought that up to me, you said, you see an old man uh, and I'm disrespecting the teacher. And that's not at all what it was. And then several times later, you described it as, you said you see a fat old man instead of your teacher. I thought that was pretty creative of me, didn't you? Yeah, but and you, what did you do with it? You, you picked it apart and found out where I wasn't exactly right. It's a big difference between I'm just trying to give a description and then uh, All I was doing is pointing out that you did not say, I see my teacher. Does that feel like I'm scolding you or that I somehow need to have credit for being a teacher? It's just an example of, I don't know how to communicate with you. I've noticed. Thank you. You're welcome. Anybody on uh, Zoom that's been listening to this that wants to ask a question? We have some questions here, but I want to go to the Zoom panel first. Kevin Bowing. Yes, Kevin. Uh, sometimes I lead a little meditation for Open Heart Project, and uh, as you do on every every weekday night, and sometimes 
I get questions from people about how to relate to you. <laughs> and I find myself getting defensive. How do I, what's, what's going on there? And I, I would say, I would say if they're trying to get you to promote me, don't do it. Just say he, maybe, you know, if he's giving you a hard time, maybe just, just listen to you. I mean, you, you don't give people a hard time that I know of. So I'm not sure what you're asking me fundamentally, but don't, I don't want anybody justifying what I'm doing or explaining, defending anything. I guess my question in terms of communication <clears throat> is how do I uh, honor a, a request for clarity without getting into gossip where you're concerned as my teacher? Well, there's plenty of room for gossip. It's all over the place. So I would say since you you said it, you're, I'm your teacher. That's how I know people tell me. If someone's wearing a robe, then I don't have to be reminded. But sometimes, because I wait for you to say this, for all I know, uh, you know, you're not thinking of me that way anymore. So, but if you're still thinking me th of me that way, then then I'm telling you, don't worry about it. Just meet them where they're at. Be friendly with them. Don't justify. Say, well, Sogazan says this. Sometimes he says this or this or this. What? That's just confusing to me. And say, say, well, it's, if it's the confusion isn't so bad, but if it's really difficult for you, don't listen. Do something else. Listen to someone who's eaten more, more. They're not ready for this. Not that I'm such an advanced, wonderful uh, Mahasiddha. I'm not saying that. I'm saying what is different, maybe different uh, to people's experiences. I, I'm going to meet you in the, in the garbage pit you live in or in the castle in the clouds. I'll meet you in the God realm. Wherever you're at, I'm there. And when I say that, it's not some magical thing I'm doing. I can't help it. There isn't anyone but you. If you're sitting in the hojo with me, you're looking here. I, I'm extremely sensitive to what people think about me, but I don't believe it. It's just narcissism that rises in my mind, arises in your mind. And my intention is to fulfill a vow. And that's the vow to be with all things and save all beings. If I have permission. But if I don't have permission, then uh, I might just be working with the three, four people here. I don't know. But don't don't justify, validate, explain. Explaining is not so good. You could just say he's uh, depending on what they ask you about or what they if they're critical. Then just say, yeah, I can see how you'd think that. But if it's a if it's if it's someone is saying that that says I'm a student of Sokazan's and they ask you questions, you say you take, need to take that to Sokazan because I've had uh, students recently have difficulty and not bring it to me and actually talk to the Sangha about it. That's what's caused all this chaos, part of it. And just the nature of being a human being is chaotic. And the Sangha is chaotic, it's difficult. So we have a spiritual community to bring together and try to understand what did the Buddha say? He said, life is suffering. Okay, we got that. And he said, also said that everything's dependently risen, that there's no solid being anywhere. That's a difficult one because there always feels like something, somebody is here. It's unreal. I am endeavoring to help you with that if you're interested. But I can't promise anything. And, and for you, your karma that uh, the thousands of years you've been uh, walking up, the, uh, walking around the mountain until you started to walk up the mountain, which is, would be my way of talking about it. It's time. If you want to do this, 
I'm all about this. I don't know how much time I have left. Probably not much. But as long as I'm here, I intend to do this. And I'm not going to do it as a uh, social gathering. I'm not going to do it as uh, following in the lines of uh, society. Society's lines are ultimately correct and incorrect. All the guidelines in society, you'll notice that people break them. That's how you know these are the guidelines. Somebody just broke through it. Social structures. Mores. Not wrong, relatively correct, but ultimately unreal. So I would say communication, communication, communication. And then you might get some cooperation, collaboration, but let's talk about it. Common, I'm always on receive, and unless I'm up here running my mouth, I receive, I receive, receive what you're saying. I might not agree or I might not disagree. I might not give you any feedback. I might just say, I don't know. It's like you're going to have to work with that. A further question about that, Kevin, or a specific something that I'm missing? No, that's helpful. But I guess the additional piece is that I get angry. <laughs> and and so I, I get defensive. and uh, Angry at me, angry at someone asking a question, or angry at yourself? Uh, I get angry at the people asking the questions and feel defensive yeah. of on your behalf. Not that I feel you you need that, but I just do. Yeah. So it doesn't doesn't need defending, uh, and not not that you it want, might not trigger something. You might your connection with me is very strong and has been for many years. So people aren't going to see that. They aren't going to see. The connection they aren't going to have been through this stuff the, the discussions that we've had about you and all your situations or the person right next to you on the street uh, screen uh uh, uh it's you know it's difficult to have a personal relationship with somebody over 10 years and not have something start speeding up slowing down or throwing out sparks or whatever just like with a cozon cozon and i our, our two years uh, were Pretty harmonious in lots of ways, but we, we get further and further into uh, the relationship. And I, my way of working with her is not agreeable to her. She didn't like it. My way of working with people, not just her, but other people in the Sangha, someone who just came in and got kind of terrified by the whole uh, devotional talks. <laughs> Nobody's asking anybody to fall to my feet and uh, fall to the floor and kiss my feet. That's not being required. Please don't take that to any bank. It's not being required. I'm not asking for anything. You may need the devotion. I don't. I don't need it. But you may need that so that you can cut through using your love or your compassion or your whatever you want to call it to get to what it is I'm pointing at. Because what I'm pointing at uh, through the thinking mind, the ego mind, the structural mind is terrifying. It's terrifying. I know. I've looked at it. I'm still looking at it on your behalf, if I may say so. So as far as the people that come to you and say, uh, that guy at six o'clock at night has been, you know, he just loves to hear himself talk or whatever. And he just talks and talks and stupid jokes, and whatever, whatever they want to say, you know, especially the stupid jokes. That can be really nauseating when somebody's supposed to be a, a sincere, serious Dharma teacher or whatever. I have no idea what they're saying to you. Some of it might be, structurally and intellectually and conceptually might be valid from a relative point of view. I can't, can't teach or talk from a 
Dharmakaya and make it uh, appear that way. So I would say just meet them where they're at. You could even commiserate a little bit. You could even say, uh, not to you need to say what I think you should say, but you could say, yeah, I can see a lot of people don't don't care for him or don't don't like what he does or whatever. If you could kind of you know pacify the situation a little bit rather than rather than uh, use your emotional reaction, that doesn't mean you should get rid of the emotional reaction. Remember that. Feel that emotional reaction because the very nature of compassion is not separate from anger. It's energy. It's incredible energy. Incredible. If you if you really understand that uh, energy, you could probably uh, lift right off the ground. It's powerful. It's overwhelming, and it's yours. It's your birthright. You're a very human being, according to the Buddha. Anyone else? There's forty some forty eight people out there. Anyone else have a question? Just speak up rather than raise your uh, hands because I can't see everyone. Melissa Bowie. Yes, Melissa. I'm thinking of the Sangha of my immediate family. Yes. How do we, well, if trust has been broken within our family, how do we communicate without trying to resolve the situation? Bowie. That's a good one. And so the, it's, there's nothing wrong with resolution, but the resolution needs to come out of a really powerful, intense awareness of what is moving. Because what happens, the ego mind, the self-centered mind that only wants to control and stop and protect and solve and whatever, it's materialism. It's spiritual materialism, as my teacher, the Dorje Draglam Mukpo, pointed out in Cutting Through Spiritual Materialism. It's, it's using spiritual techniques to get stuff, make things happen, get results. And so I would say just, uh, just continue to receive. And, and notice the, the kind of gra grabbiness of trying to find something that will solve it, something that will solve it. It's an open dimension. It's a, it's a fundamentally open dimension. And if you begin to understand what that is, you're beginning to understand the nature of wisdom. Wisdom has no position. But wisdom can take any position, and it can have fangs. This is what the whole teaching in the, in the Tibetan uh, pantheon of uh, protectors and so on with fangs and teeth. It means that, that anger has been transformed into wisdom. Don't believe any of that. Just consider it. Consider it. In other words, allow it, allow it to go back and forth. You don't need to come to a decision about anything. You do not have to resolve anything. Resolve, nothing ever is resolved. The whole nature of resolution or resolving uh, is Incomplete. That doesn't mean that someone like the um, don't have any uh, Sensu's not here and Ondo's not here. So people who work as therapists or uh, Kelly, do you mind me mentioning your and Kelly's a Kelly Kaimi's a therapist. It doesn't mean that you might not have to work in that way with a particular person. I'm not trying to make everybody meditate and say don't don't do that at all. If they if they ask about your thing, you say yeah, I meditate. Well, should I meditate? And you might say, well, I don't know, should you? Well, what is meditation? So actually, instead of any resolution, actually be on receive as much as possible rather than trying to figure out how you can trap the person into becoming a meditator. Sometimes it happens. So, but meet people where they're at. And that may mean the only thing that's going to work for them might be medication. Sometimes. 
not meditation, but might be some kind of chemical situation. And it is a, and maybe that maybe that isn't right from some kind of profound view of nature of reality or something that everyone should come through the Dharma gate. No, meet people where they're at. People have been we've been doing this for millions of years, and here we are again. Darn it. And but we can do this. If you're here, you're interested. You wouldn't be here if you weren't interested. Maybe you won't do it, but we weren't interested in doing this with your mind and not doing it out of the authority of somebody or believing in someone. This is not about belief. This is belief. This is disbelief. And this is ignoring. You don't have to do any of those, but it just takes a while to really notice the way we continue to do this so that it starts to drop away because you can't push it away because then you're buying right back into relative truth again, trying to control stuff. And of course, this is what, uh, uh, what my student here, Kozan, is dealing with. Well, we just, you just witnessed an interface between uh, energy that's coming from a tiger and the energy that's coming from a Garuda. And you can't figure it out. You can't figure it out. There's no, there's no resolution to this. It doesn't need to be a resolution. But you could actually look at the way it's not resolved. That's awareness. Look at the way it's not resolved because nothing lasts. If you do anything with anything, it solidifies into, you become fixated on it and then it becomes a thing. You're always jealous or you're always this way. But if you just look at the nature of it and, and, and not revert back into the person who's viewing it, ego, then you begin to see the actual structure of dependent origination, pratitya samutpada. You begin to actually personally witness hell. You personally witness it. No longer afraid of anything. Personally witness the, the intense um, uh, grief that people have in their hearts. And they cover it up. They don't want that grief. They're not willing to look at this heart of sadness. They want something else. They, they, want, they, they won't look at that. So they cover it up with their opinions or their judgments or blaming others for how they feel or don't feel. 90-10. Listen. 90% of the time, talk 10%. I'll get to you, Katie. If, if we're seeing a miscommunication or what we might even call a teacher misrepresenting us and it's giving us trouble as a student, should could we practice losing to the teacher? You could. You could also just talk. I'm not sure where you're going with that, but you could talk to the teacher about it and say what you do. You know, you're... Your communication is always straightforward and, and sometimes it's painful to hear what you're going through without trying to help you solve it. But I, this is a spiritual path. This is not about solving uh, the issues that are, that are tagging along behind us as relative truth that's looking for results. How you were treated by your family or in this lifetime or another lifetime might be showing up for some kind of, because your mind is starting to open up, uh, you could say, and you're able to receive more and more of what is coming at you by, just by the, the mind training, looking at the wall. So a lot of things are going to be showing up. I would say just receive as much as you can. If you're just on receive, then if a time comes where you really have to do something, you won't, you won't even think about it. You, it won't be an either or. You'll just do that. And if someone would say to you, why did you do that? You might not be able to say why. More.
Seito. Seito bowing. When we're in a situation where we see an interaction with a teacher, a particular student, and we're also a student um, of that teacher, how do we receive the teaching of the situation and the direct teaching isn't necessarily meant for us? I think it would be different with each person. Some people, uh, and I, I have no doubt that some people are going to kind of, you could say, kind of side with the teacher. Some people are going to side with the student, or side with Kozan, or, or some people are going to be like, who knows what this is about? I don't even see this, why this is even happening. So all of those things are available and they will show up. And if you don't, if you don't live here and if you've not been a part of this community for uh, 10, 12 years, it's probably be would be more difficult to understand the logistics of it to not have been here. So uh, just just observe it. You don't need to come to any conclusion about anything. You know, I, I'm just incredibly happy that you're able to come back here as, as a student. I'm just 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 study, just observe, just attend, just return. It says return to the Buddha, return to the teacher. Return to the teaching. Everything is dependently risen. Return to the Sangha. This is your community. Difficult as it may be, at least you have, I say at least, at least you have people whose intentions, as we can tell, is to train their mind to see the truth and to save all beings. That's the intention. Sometimes that gets thwarted by people's fear. People, the people that are really terrified don't know it. The people that, that know that they're terrified, terrified, they know it and they and that's what's bringing them back to the wall. Other people who are, don't know that, they're, they've covered it up with their ideas, their opinions, their judgments, their evaluations, and they're going to, that's a little nest they built, and they're not going to leave that unless they have to. And so the function of the teacher, as far as I'm concerned, and I learned from both of my teachers, I, have two, I had other teachers, but two that are the most important are Trungpa Rinpoche and uh, Kobanchina Roshi, very, very direct teachers that, that hit me right where I was hiding out. It just took years and years of mind training to be able to stop fighting that and see what was being pointed at. Painful, embarrassing. It was very embarrassing for me to to meet Coben 30 years ago and actually refuse the teacher that was right in front of me. Painful, but not painful at the time because I was all full of myself, thinking I just had a a Vajra master, I don't need another teacher. Embarrassing. And then just, I'm not going to go through that again, but uh, describing it, but it was, it was embarrassing. Katie. Katie, so when we're feeling anger or aggression, and we see that we're feeling anger or aggression, but we don't want to feel anger or aggression, how do we What if you're doing a if you, the Katie wants to know if you're feeling anger and aggression and you don't want to feel the anger and aggression, how do you deal with that? Just take the whole, everything you've said there, and that's your, and just include all of that. Just be aware of that. And also, it, 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 I can't give you deliberate instructions like necessarily, like, who is it that feels that way? But at some point, that may show up kind of spontaneously in your sitting practice. But you have to sit a lot. This doesn't mean you have to. Maintain it. This is something that I was taught differently. I don't teach that way. I say, intend, get to the cushion, like the gong. I'm going to stay here for an hour, an hour, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, four hours, and then 
an hour later, right the gong again. What happens in that time? If you can, maintain this, but don't, don't maintain it uh, aggressively. Actually get up and go to the bathroom, get some water, but come back and return until the final gong. So it's about the awareness of movement, not just in the mind, but the body also. Body and mind are not two different things. Sure, the hell looks like it, but it's not. But Katie Brown. So, what if the anger and aggression is coming up not when we're on the cushion, but when we're in an interaction out in the world, and it's affecting how we're interacting? How we're yeah, just the, the ninety ten is good. Uh, you know, shut up. Put it bluntly. Shut up. Don't respond. Uh, also, when you're looking in someone's eyes. Look at them in the eyes when you're speaking, but when you're receiving, drop your gaze slightly. This is your body. Just drop your gaze so so that they're able to really let, because you're modifying somebody's speech to you by staring at them. They, they might think that it's receiving. They might say, tell you to look at me or something. But if they do, then go ahead and look at them. But you could drop your gaze, not all the way down, not like some kind of humility, but just slightly, just drop it. Yihong Baoing, as, as a student, how can we know we are ready and understand you push us off the cliff, Baoing? Oh. Well, we got to get to the cliff first, Yihong. And when it comes, I'll let you know. You can't, you can't, it isn't something you can know about. And I, would, I, I say this. To people over and over again. I'm not trying to say go away so much as I'm saying, come this way. I want you to, if you if you have a connection here, only you're going to know. I mean, I'm anybody that comes this way, I'm connected with intensely. But only you're going to know if you have that connection or if it's time. I may have a connection that may, may be there now, but I might not hear from you for 10 years. That might be a long time from now, but I mean, you never show up, but it's, it's your, it's your connection. If you're here, you and I uh, have had uh, an interview and you, you're in touch with Uno, you're in touch with Asanga, you join other book discussions and so on. So you're, you're endeavoring to look at this connection. And uh, we just started what, less than a year ago. So, uh, I would just say, just, just keep going. It's not a matter of when do we know. It's uh, then you have all the other things to consider, like your, your family, your children, and everyone is different. Maybe you want to come this way. Maybe you don't. Any, any of you who have come this way and then backed off, you'll notice I don't pursue you. Just trust you to do what you need to do. If you need this, what's happening here, which uh, and people show this in different ways. Kozan, as much trouble as I give her, is still here, giving me trouble. You might not know it. A question from Lynn. Do you have a list of reading materials we should study if we cannot study with the Sangha? Yes, there's a list, list of 50 uh, books that you can get by writing to a uh, monastery and someone will pick that up and see if you get that list. Yes. There's also a shorter abbreviated list on the website. Okay, and that's what, 10 or 12? Uh, there's 10 or 12 books there that I recommend. Some of them are the books we're actually studying right now. And so. Uh, yeah, but it's good to study with Sangha, Buddha, Dharma Sangha, teacher, teaching, which is a Dharma, but studying with Sangha is 
I, the reason I stress that is because I missed that uh, with studying with the Shambhala Sangha or the Vajradhatu Sangha um, 30, 40 years ago. It just it, it was not organized in a way that was fundamentally helpful to people. And so that, I'm looking at that, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't okay, but this is uh, it's better the way we do it. We cover the actual text uh, that were, that this Buddha Dharma is uh, based on. The early texts of Madhimanakaya, Diganakaya, and you're studying on Jimanakaya on Saturday. Early texts, or supposedly, of the Buddha. And then also, uh, Dogen Zenji is the founder of this lineage. That would be a, just, just go study that text. And if you could show up on a Tuesday at noon, Wednesdays, Eastern Standard Time, we've been talking about that for years. And we never, we'll never stop talking about Dogen for what it says. A question from Shane in Virginia. How do I slash we continue to trust the teacher when that feels disharmonious? Is that true harmony? No. And yes, maybe. Those, questions, those responses are for you, Shane. Everybody else can disregard what I said. What I would say to you, Shane, uh, I, you, you might not think that I know much, but I can tell who's practicing and who not, who's not, and you need to practice more. Sit down, hold still, train your mind. I've talked to you at times when your practice has been very strong. It is not strong now. And I'm not saying not strong, just sitting practice, but everything. The connection that you and I have is kind of wavered. It goes back and forth. Train your mind. Don't just come on here and ask me questions. I mean, you should do that also, because then I can say things like I'm saying right now. Train your mind. Question from Semi in Portland. Semi. What happened to your hand? I bit myself. I was watching a baboon movie. And they were biting themselves, and I thought, I could try that. No, actually, I, I don't know what occurred, but I have my watch strapped on here, so you're not going to miss any appointments. <laughs> Got it tied on. So it's some kind of a, I have a Duke Quervain's, is that it? Duke Quervain syndrome or something, something about the, the, the cables that come down here and connect to the thumb. And so you can pick up things like your toothpick, which I cannot do with this hand. It's too painful. Uh, so that's happening to compensate for the rotator cuff. And now I'm getting to core veins in this wrist. So at some point, you guys are going to have to take turns wiping my butt. Was that a distasteful thing to say? Of course, I don't mean that, but I'm saying, that's a, that's how it feels. It feels kind of helpless, not being able to move around and having having to have Uno dress me, being helpless. It helps you to appreciate the relationship that is set up between the body and the mind and your identity. Not so comfortable. Other questions? So. We can end, but I, I want to thank you for attending and for 
considering this. I know this was kind of hot and heated, and a lot of it is not not easy to understand because of the relationship that Kozan uh, uh, and I have has been very difficult the last couple of years. And it's not no cause. He's not causing it. I'm not causing it. It is dependent origination. And that's not a way of shifting the cow's load to the ox, blaming someone. All dharmas are without blame, but you are responsible for everything. There's anything that isn't yours. It's called dependent origination. No self anywhere. There's no self anywhere. Find out. Liberate yourself from this crazy web so that you will no longer meddle with anyone and you won't be able to help but support everyone to see their true nature. It's possible. And you might run into a, a lot of objection and a lot of difficulty, a lot of struggle over it. But just with the, as far as I'm concerned, with this vow, the vow to be with all things, it's powerful and it will take over. It will actually take over as you clarify your true nature and see that there's no solid person anywhere. Never has been, never will be. The three worlds, all Buddhas, all venerable ones, Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, the great Prajna, Paramita. If you value the teachings of Sokozan and you would like to support his teaching work and the functions of Sokukoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, which also supports monk and practice residents, please consider giving a donation by visiting our website at sokukoji.org.